This is Sex Archie. And we can't do Donald Duck voices. What does it try to be Donald Duck? I was Donald Duck's cousin who smokes three packs a day. And what does that sound like? That's okay. I don't have to demonstrate. (laughs) That's right. We're a Riverdale recap podcast. (laughs) And today we're here to talk about Chapter 19, Death Proof by Tessa Lee Williams and Arabella Anderson, directed by Maggie Kiley. This episode. This episode. We start with Jughead in his trailer, typing away on his computer. like Logging. Yeah. Every so often, the mask slips. Everyone wears a mask. Yes, and then when it slips, their their true self is shown. Mm Mm-hmm. We see Hot Dog cuddling him. (laughs) Brings joy to my heart. Probably a very hot dog with all that shag. Yeah. Give your dog a haircut. Well, it's supposed to be December. I disagree. <laughs> Though they don't dress like it, it did snow recently. Then we see Tony mm-hmm. uh, in the kitchen. Uh, Tony's in the kitchen. I know. Asking if Jughead's hungry. And this is the moment when all the crazy internet bughead people like screamed bloody murder. Yeah. And threw something at their TV. <laughs> I'm sure the CW had a sharp drop in uh, in ratings right there, yeah. four minutes in. <laughs> then we see uh, Betty running down the sidewalks, and she is running uh, to to the hotel and into the hotel room. The five seasons. Yes, where, where she sees uh, Nick stabbing a knife into the counter, because that's going <laughs> to, like, they're going to charge you for that, dude. Yeah, but it's not his money. That's true. This is why all children of rich people are monsters. Uh, she she's all like, you're alive, first <laughs> off. And second, you're not safe here. You all need to leave. <laughs> you're but, alive for now. For now. But then Sheriff Keller shows up and uh, they have a complaint against him. So they're taking him down to the station. Y'all better get dressed, boy. And he's like, Betty, why are you here? <laughs> Just uh, making sure he got what's coming to him, because that sounds nice. Yeah. Are, like, you, are you here to make a citizen's arrest, like, what, Betsy? You're going to throw more punches? <laughs> what you doing? Uh, I'm just here to steal towels. Uh, so then she's, I, I thought they'd be checked out by now. So then she's back outside. The Black Hood calls her, and I'm very upset that she has changed her ringtone. Yeah, yeah. It's just a regular ringer now. What the hell? They used their soundtrack licensing budget elsewhere this week. I'm upset. She's all like, you didn't kill him. And he's like, he's not one of Riverdale's sons. Told you. Uh, the hood saw the real Betty. And it was when beautiful. She, when she gave the name. Yeah. Yes, it was beautiful. And uh, now that he, the hood's seen her true self, the real work can begin. As judge, jury, and executioner. And I'm like, hold up. One of those three jobs was all on you, and you dropped the ball. <laughs> There's a division of labor here. You can't be just applying titles willy-nilly. Yeah. Yeah. So so then we go to uh, the Cottage of the Blossoms. I mm-hmm. forgot what it's called. I think they've clearly done some pruning recently. They've done some pruning. It, it looks like a real house. Yeah. Uh, but the lodges are there. Miss Blossom is, is very glad that they showed up, and... Uh, mm-hmm. God, I hate her, because she says, Lord knows what Cheryl said to Nick St. Clair to provoke him. Mm-hmm. It's clear, straight victim blaming. It's right out of the handbook about her own daughter. And she wants it handled quietly, and she's already told Keller they're not pressing charges. And besides, nothing really happened to Cheryl. Mm-hmm. Let's burn mommy down again. <laughs> One thing in this episode I noticed that I really enjoy is uh, the the necks of like her all of her clothing. It's very high, very neck. high neck. A lot of lace, uh, all the way uh, full full sleeves. Mm-hmm. She wears a lot of coverage lately. Yes, That's also applies a lot of hand cream. Yeah. So Veronica and Cher are listening at the door about this, mm-hmm. and and. After they stop listening, you know, Veronica tries, like, you know, I'm so sorry. Cheryl's just like, it's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Big smile. 
What, uh, what happened to every breath being a gift, Cheryl? What what happened? And uh, Veronica, you know, tells her it's, it's, it's not just you. He tried to do this to me. He's done this to other people, which makes Cheryl mad because she doesn't want to be the puppet mm-hmm. to make him go down. And basically like, well, if... You should go after him. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going after him for you. If her own mother is is taking this tack, what chance does she have in the court of public opinion? Yes. Much less the court of law. Yes. But at Pops, uh, Jughead and Tony are eating some breakfast. Aww. Uh, and and she, she thanks him for letting her crash. Uh, and she'll be on to the next couch to surf. Because, yeah. Because we got to shut down the fact that... <laughs> It was just some PG-13 grope sesh, mm-hmm. and she's way more into girls than boys. <laughs> Within she- the first 10 minutes, so all the bughead people can, like, breathe <laughs> through their broken TV that they're still See, trying to watch this, for this. This is just like Veronica after the party last year. Like, the, the show seems really interested in presenting ambiguous did-they-didn't-they hookups, but then, like, immediately clarifying, no, they did not. Yeah. Come on. I I guess they're saving the real sex for the steamy scenes. Yeah. I'm not saying they should show us bump and grind every time. I'm saying they should let things be ambiguous. Yes. Yes. I feel like they could have let this be ambiguous much longer. Yeah. uh, And have it be something that comes out. Later in a conversation between Jughead and Betty, yeah. If, if let those crazy Bughead fans just wallow. Let let the crazy everybody. Let everybody wallow. I don't want to call out any ships. I I'd be wallowing. I mean, I'm a Bughead fan, but I'm I'm not like I wasn't losing my mind over this. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna define it clearly, what's the harm in waiting two weeks? Let us theorize. Let us get involved. Yeah. 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 But they go on to have a good breakfast. And yeah. it's like, okay, cool. Well, <laughs> okay, cool. It's all good. Let's eat our bacon. I hope your uncle uh, stops changing the lock soon. Okay. <laughs> Archie and and Betty are talking and walking. And, and Betty's like, I'm right. done with the hood. Th- I'm this gonna... is their conversation after Archie sends her a hey you up text. Yeah. Like, quote. Hey you up. Do the writers not know what that means, or does Archie not know what that means? Archie doesn't know. Archie has no idea what that means. He takes it very literally. Yes, it is 9 a.m. Archie, what are you thinking? I've already made it across town into a hotel, and I've uh, grocery shopped and uh, dropped the children off at daycare. But, but Betty is done with the Black Hood. Uh, she's not going to answer any more of his phone calls. Uh, she talked to Polly and the farmer's going to help her disappear. So yeah, I would say she up. <laughs> she up. But then they get to, to Pops and, and they see Jughead and Tony eating breakfast. <gasps> oh no, they're oh, no. eating bacon. The most romantic of plates. foods. What must this mean? Awkward looks. Mm-hmm. It's it's the one meal where hey you want to have some coffee literally means coffee. So but then both uh, Betty and Archie at the same time get a call from uh, Fred and Alice, mm-hmm. and uh, we but- we go to this uh, gathering that Alice is hosting with with all the liars and dopers and something else she said. All the liars and the dirty dirty sheets of the world. Uh, but basically, it's all the people that were at the party. So, so and Josie the, and Kevin mm-hmm. and Betty and Archie and Veronica. Cheryl's not there and Jughead's not there. Well, Jughead, Jughead wasn't, wasn't at Jughead the party. Jughead wasn't at the party. But like, and then all their parents are there and Reggie's there. So all their parents, which means the mayor too. All all the kids start whispering to each other. <laughs> they, they're like three topics ahead. The parents are so behind. Yes. And this is when Kevin finds out that Betty and Jughead broke up and he's like, what, Bughead? <laughs> I love that it is a name used within... The universe. It's a very Kevin thing. The whole thing is that they they want to get down to what happened. Brass tacks, and, and so to speak. Find out like who supplied the jingle jangle. Reggie's like me, but and his mom's like, don't you talk without a lawyer? <laughs> In front of the mayor <laughs> and the sheriff. But then they're like, well, we don't care that you supplied it. Where'd you get it yeah. from? That's what we want to know. Nick comes up. Mm-hmm. And the whole Cheryl thing, 
and and they're like, oh, they're not pressing charges, or it's an allegation or something. They that you know, Cheryl says this. This is what she said. Let's not take it out of mm-hmm. blow it out of proportion. Veronica's like, we were there. Like Josie and yeah. I saw him and caused internal bleeding. And and they're trying to say, well, like what went on that night was with like, oh, because Cheryl was on drugs. They're like, well, that's what she says, but she was on drugs. And they're like, well, we were there, and we weren't we weren't on drugs when we saw. Mm-hmm. And this is when the mayor realizes that Josie took the jingle jangle. But <laughs> After is... her father had such a battle with addiction. Yeah. Things which... don't go over very well. No. Things no, don't no. go over very well. And uh, it seems every parent's solution to, to their family issues is to divert attention and engage in some geographic bigotry. Yes. So the mayor decides that Southside's going down. That's it's, where the drugs are coming from. What are... The long-term downsides of Jingle Jangle. Like, if this was a real drug. Like, you've, you've seen people who've been on meth for two years. You've seen... But, like, Jingle Jangle just seems like a really innocuous party drug. Yeah. You just have to be sure to hydrate, and you might grind your teeth. But and otherwise, like, you're going to be fine. Don't take too much. Yeah. You'll be good. Don't mix Jingle Jangle with, like, alcohol. And see, and what I love to... Think about every time they, like, split the town in two. As I like to think about the town I grew up in that has one traffic light. <laughs> and I really like to imagine, because, like, we have not seen much of this town. We have seen buildings. But I really like to imagine that they have one traffic light that divides <laughs> the south side and the north side. At least you always know where the line is. But over at South Side High. Yeah. Uh, the The... English teacher who who Jughead talked to about getting yeah. the newspaper the, going. The paper sponsor slash mentor. Is, is reading uh, Jughead's article, which is on Southside Community. It seems and, more like an op-ed than any sort of reporting, but whatever, yes. I'll let it slide. Uh, and then he asks, where did you get the time, the, find the time to write this while pledging to the serpents? Like, did you think I wouldn't notice? Pledging, like it's Greek life, but whatever. <laughs> Whatever. He's like, we had a deal that you weren't going to get involved, but then Jughead gets a text, uh, and, and it's Archie, and suddenly, like, Archie, like, busts in the south side high, and is like, we got to get you out of here, the mayor's going to raid it, come on! And they immediately do. And they immediately do, and Archie's, like, dragging Jughead out the back he's entrance. He's trying to grab Tony, but it's too late for her, Jug, save yourself. And as he's looking through the window like a lost puppy in the store window, Tony gets arrested, and Sweet, Sweet Pea gets arrested. Sweet Pea goes arrested. down. The, the mayor is just, like, pointing at people in slow motion as they get swarmed by deputies. I don't think the mayor has that, like, authority. <laughs> uh, Probable cause. Wearing <laughs> leather, I guess. And Archie's like, you can't, you can't help her. What are you going to do if you're in jail? Like, how are, why are they arresting these people? What cause? I would like to know. I'm more concerned with the time warping powers that... Uh, <laughs> The, the the sheriff's office has yeah ooh ooh mm-hmm. but this whole scene is set to a K Flay song yeah which really made me happy because it means I know something the kids are into these days yeah yes <laughs> we saw her live two years ago take that yeah that's this, when you found out who she was yeah there's a first time for everybody yeah. she opened for Dashboard Confessional and Third Eye Blind <laughs> Dashboard fucking sucked they did they, they were, were bad. so bad. They Even there's so much rain. I, le- I liked her the best out of the three shows we saw that night. Although maybe it's because it was the driest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Third Eye Blind, because of the rain, it was a, like they couldn't do all the extra stuff that made it like a ridiculous concert. The sec- I guess. Like the second time we saw it, because like, they would have gotten electrocuted. That's true. <laughs> too many light bulbs and too much water. Why does he have all that stuff? <laughs> because he made a really popular record 20 years ago. <laughs> And it still pays the bills. I wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. Now the Donald Duck cousin voice? No! You made fun of it too much. You don't get it anymore. So back at other side high. <laughs> is it north? Is it west? It's, is it east? It's just Riverdale is it center? High. center? That, that's the definition of like north side privilege. But I, I they want- get the default everything else is a deviation like, from the norm i know that but i want to see a map and i really want to like 
I really just imagine like Southside High is like here. I know I'm doing hand gestures that no one can see, but you can see them. But like right next to it and not like that's how Archie can run over there so quickly. <laughs> Southside High is on the same lot as that one nightclub. It's the like janitor's room. That's why people forget it exists. So back at other side high, uh, Veronica is talking to Kevin and tells That's right, Kevin, we're reversing your othering. Riverdale High is just other side now. Take other that. side, yeah. Uh, how Nick tried to do it to her. And he's like, you gotta tell people. And she's like, no, my father's like the godfather. He's gonna put like Nick's head in his parents' bed. Veronica, clearly a sex Archie listener. Yeah. We, we appreciate the support. Betty tries to come up to talk to Veronica, and Kevin uh, says, don't even try it, Benedict Betty. Oh, yeah, the, the argument fallout is running deep. And Veronica's like, don't worry about it, she's not worth it. Oh! oh. Uh, then Betty gets a call. Does, it's just not the same without the lollipop. <laughs> Couldn't we have just, like, changed the song? Couldn't have been, like... Move, bitch. Get out the way. <laughs> I like big butts and I cannot lie. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it could have been that. She's all like, why are you still calling me? Stop calling me. I broke up with you. And he's all like, you gotta. if you don't help me, things will be bad. And, and we got to go after the real sinner, the maker of the jingle jangle, the, the sugar man. Yeah. And now at this point... I got really excited because I hear Sugar Man and I think, oh, maybe they're going to have a crossover with that uh, season three fringe serial killer. Yeah. The Candy Man. Who can take a sunrise, <laughs> sprinkle it in dew, cover it in jingle jangle and some murder too. <laughs> the Candy Man. But it's okay because Olivia caught him. Yeah. Using memories she had from the Olivia she actually is, even though she still thought she was the other Olivia. Yeah. yeah. I love Fringe it, so we, much. We, yeah, Fringe is good. He tells her that she is friends with uh, the daughter of the Sugar Man's... What was it? Supplier? Business partner? Ba basically, the Sugar Man was part of the Blossom Cartel. Yeah, yeah. And, and she's got to find out who he is or someone will be purified. I'm going to put them on a cleanse, Betty. <laughs> Only avocados and us ACI berries. <laughs> no, no, no. Juice cleanse. <laughs> With lots of turmeric. <laughs> the pores will be magnificent, Betty. No, no, no. It's going to be one of those like water things with the lemon juice and the cayenne. I'm a firm believer in colonics. <laughs> Have you heard of Dr. Kellogg? He was ahead of his time. <laughs> they must go vegan. <laughs> Dr. Kellogg would be so down with, with this dude's outlook, though. Yeah. <laughs> Except he'd only be killing people who masturbate. Never mind the drug dealers. Is this, is, maybe this is why he went to Pops, is like too much cholesterol and fat. <laughs> too many General Mills cereals. <laughs> so at Pops, Jughead and Archie are talking and, and Jughead's freaking out because Riverdale's a police state now. Yeah. He saw and, jackbooted thugs. Yes, and and the serpents, you know, don't don't deal in drugs. It's the ghoulies, so like they're going after the wrong people. <laughs> they they deal in the good drugs. <laughs> Let's be clear. The good, they they don't deal in these drugs. They deal in drugs that are legal in certain states. Yes. <laughs> and she's like, "Well, tell the mayor." And I was like, "No, you freaking idiot! Like, what? no." Like, she's not going to listen to me. She's arresting my friends. Also, none of you want anything to do with me anymore, so I don't know why you came to get me. <laughs> uh, and then Tallboy calls and, mm -hmm. and wants uh, Jughead to parlay. <laughs> so he goes off. Uh, Betty goes to Cheryl, who, who greets her by saying, Hello, cousin! And sunbathing in the front yard in a bathing suit in what is still winter. Yep. Yep. As you do in upstate New York. <laughs> it's, you know, what I did today. I went outside in the rainy 50-degree weather and mm -hmm. sunbathed. I'm sure the dog park was all a titter about it. <laughs> so Betty's like, oh, I'm writing an article. So have you heard of the Sugar Man? And, and Cheryl says, of course. Yeah. The, which is a surprise. The Sugar Man is the Blossom family's own personal boogeyman story that, yes. that Mother told. Yeah, if you weren't good, the Sugar Man was going to come get you. Mm-hmm. Like Krampus. 
Betty tries to dig more and make connections to Clifford and stuff, which Cheryl's not having, sends Betty on her way. It's kind of like asking, but who was the real Tooth Fairy? Not not like your mom leaving a quarter in there, but like the real Tooth Fairy. We get a little bit of Fred at the Andrews household where we find out that Archie has to do community service with everyone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Fred asks about Jughead. Is checking in with him. Is he okay? How's yeah, he doing? Somebody cares. Someone cares. So Jughead meets with Tallboy at a weird, like... They're in the goth hole. The goth hole. <laughs> there's a coffin. There's skulls with candles in them. This dude is wearing some sort of robe that I think you could order from the back of a Vampire the Masquerade <laughs> book. His name is Malachi. <laughs> Uh, and he speaks for the ghoulies. We're in ghoulie central here. Basically. Love that there's a cheesy goth gang in Riverdale. (laughs) Jughead needs to endorse a partnership between the serpents and the ghoulies because the young ones really like Jughead and and they need the backing. The uh, informal authority that comes with being in the Jones family. Yes. And, And the North Side has declared a war. And and Tallboy is is you know is FP's right hand man, so he is now the leader since FP's not there, and this is what they're doing. Tallboy's perspective right here, uh, right now, is you know unite or die. Yes. While Malachi's all like, you gotta evolve to survive, baby. Yeah. Deal the hard stuff. Who cares? We're gonna ruin your traditions. Yes. And and pretend to be mummies, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. We really like the Dashboard Confessional show, actually. <laughs> I would love to see them there in those outfits. That's it. That's uh, uh, Serpents are K-Flay, Ghoulies are Dashboard, and the Northside Kids are Third Eye Blind. <laughs> we figured it out. It's poor ghoulies. <laughs> uh, so Cheryl is looking through a chest of old pictures of her and JJ and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then she comes across this child drawing of her and JJ and the sugar the man. sugar man. Na, 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 na. Uh, at Pops, uh, Betty tracks down Sheriff Keller uh, with a few questions. And she asks him if he's ever heard of the sugar man. Uh, and he's like, oh, yeah, the sugar man, the maple man, the... Some other sweet man's yeah. names. Sweet man you got there. <laughs> sweet man. Hey, th- I like your man. Tutti Fruity, the, the <laughs> little Juicy Ri- Fruit. Little Richard himself is part Juju of... Juju Fruit Man, the Snickers Bar Man. <laughs> no, no, it would be a Snackers Bar. Thank you very much. <laughs> Ike and Mike's. Ike and Mike Man. Because it can't be Mike and Ike. Th- that's enough to be distinct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, uh, I was connected to uh, Clifford Blossom. That, well, when Clif- Clifford Blossom died, the Jingle Jangle showed up. Yeah. So I the, think uh, it could be anyone. Yeah. The, the sheriff was implying that Cliff was the sugar man? Yeah. Yeah. But he's dead, and now it's been passed on to someone else, but they don't know who. Mm-hmm. Veronica's there at Pops. And and Betty goes over to to talk to her, uh, and, and it's like I didn't I didn't mean what I said, and it's still icy. Uh, you know, my excuse is is not gonna sound sane at all. And Veronica's like, well, tell me the insane excuse. <laughs> and so we we cut away. We uh, skip the conversation. Mm-hmm. We rejoin them at the bottom of their milkshakes, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, Veronica understands she's on board. Yes. It's and not what she would have done, but, like, she gets it. She's like, okay, we need to break you up with the Black Hood. Bestie connection is reforged. Yes, and, and Veronica's going to help her. So Jughead is talking to Archie, and he's freaking out about how this isn't an alliance, this is a takeover. Basically, this is really, really, really bad. Everything that's <laughs> happening is bad, it's going to be a bloodbath, this is all bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they end up going to talk to FP in jail. Yeah. And it's a great shot of them sitting down to talk with him. The the use of colored lighting in this episode is particularly strong. Yes. And so FP's like, fill me in on what's going on. And and we come cut away and come back to, uh, you know, reprimand me later for becoming a serpent. But we got to do something because of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, P talks really. Someone had fun writing his dialogue for this. Yeah, he's trying to talk in like circles and hints 
But because he's talking to are, are watching. Archie. Yeah, he's talking to watch Archie. So, so it doesn't really work. <laughs> um, but basically, the, the, the ghoulies are bad. you got to avoid bloodshed. It's about territories. And mm-hmm. you need to challenge them to a street race. You, you must use trickery because they have the numbers. Yes. And it's illegal. But, you know, set the stakes. So if you win, you get control of Southside High. If you lose, they do. And the serpent's joint. Mm-hmm. What what is uh FP's prison number? Two four six oh one. Yeah. 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 It's great. It's great. Uh, back at the blossoms, uh, Cheryl presents her mother with the the sugar man drawing, and is like, who "Mummy, explain." <laughs> yeah. Who was he? Was he a business associate of Daddy's and not the sugar? <laughs> maple syrup kind and mrs blossom just is like i never told you that story i don't know what you're talking about you need to stop making stuff up and all the records of your father burned in the fire you started so yeah take that yeah. uh so then all all the teens from the drug party mm-hmm. are on cleanup crew in, in a these, field these fetching blue vests yeah why do they all get matching like sweatshirts and vests for a cleanup crew because that's how you recognize who's in the crew it's a uniform but shouldn't it be like bright orange reflective things and not like we're in a club (laughs) they're in the juvenile delinquent club (laughs) veronica goes up to reggie and she wants his jingle jangle contact and Mm -hmm. he better give it to her but this is after Reggie and Josie have a bit of a spat that is clear the clear foundation for them hooking up. Yeah. 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 I, I'll put all the money in the world on that. That they're, they're going to be a thing. Two episodes later, I better get all the money in the world <laughs> because it's on. You, you can't deny me. Uh, we also find out here that Betty has still not talking talked to Jughead at yeah. all. It's, uh, it's hard for her. This is something I uh, was thinking when we were talking about that earlier scene where she watched breakfast. It's just now hitting her that she dumped him mm-hmm. because she wasn't there for the dumping. You ain't gonna get closure if you're not there for it. And it's only to placate a man who strangles people with violin bows. Yeah. Veronica goes to see Reggie's drug contact dealer. I love this scene so much. And uh, it's a dude named Vern. Only Veronica can demand change from a terrified, <laughs> leather-clad drug dealer man. Uh, yeah, so she gets the drugs, tells her how much. She gives him, like, 200 bucks, supposed to be 150 And she's all like, I, I know you're overcharging me, but it's fine. I'm desperate for high. And she, give my compliments to the sugar man. Which is, and then he runs off, and she's like... You can practically hear the Scooby-Doo bongos yeah. as he goes. Without giving her change. So she watches... Calls Betty, who's, like, waiting around the corner, sees him run, and they follow him. Meanwhile, Jughead has gone to the ghoulies to talk about the, the drag race they're going to have. He's with, proposing the showdown. Yes, with all all the going to race, and if you win, this happens. If we win, this happens. But then, Vern busts in with Betty and Veronica. He 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 found them, you know, following him. Mm-hmm. And, and they're all like... Archie, Jughead, Betty, Veronica, what are you doing here? All at the same time. It's so great to see the whole gang together, (laughs) even accidentally. Yeah. So then the stakes are raised even more with all the territory. Yeah. That uh, Jughead offers up uh, that if they win, they will also get the white worm and and to deal drugs out of there. And the ghoulies counter, no, no, no. We also get the trailer park. Which means Jughead loses his home. So meanwhile, at Pops, Cheryl is there eating a burger with a fork and knife. And Nick comes in. She just did her nails. Ordering a Cobb salad like a tool. Yes. And he's like, oh, hi, Sharon. How are you doing? And she, she, she's losing it. She's on the verge. Yeah. He, he basically taunts her with his hush money arrangement. Yes. And he's like, don't distort reality with uh, your after morning shame. He's and and again everybody's going straight out of the the rape culture playbook. Yep. Yeah. And uh, she she threatens him that you're gonna hear from my lawyer, and he's like, oh no no, our parents made a deal, and like saunters on his way, and then pays for her burger. Yep. I mean, Pop didn't exactly hear that or know what's going on, but I wish he could have, and like I don't know, <laughs> thrown the cob salad in his face. <laughs> Wish that boy paid with a credit card. I could take it for all he's worth. 
yeah. largest tip ever. <laughs> uh, so then... Uh, like the angel of generosity came to Riverdale. <laughs> so then uh, in, in a garage... Betty's uh, fixing the car. Be- Betty's fixing the car. Jughead's handing her tools, and there is lots of awkward silence. It's it's Reggie's car. She's dressed in overalls. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, it's straight out of Archie comics. Yes, in a way, nothing Betty's worn really has been. Yeah, I mean, anytime going... she wears just jeans and like a sweater. Yeah, that's very. I guess. But this is extremely. Go go back to uh, that article we talked about that Lauren O'Neill wrote way way back in the spring. Mm-hmm. It's all it's all about Betty's fashion. And uh, Betty talks about how uh, Reggie's car is a lot to look at, but there's not much going on under the hood. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, I, Betty did see under Reggie's hood early in season one when they broke into the the locker room. Yeah. Yeah. I think she meant more like brain. No. No, you no. think she meant junk? Okay. Yes, uh, Reggie is junk. They have a moment, though, where, where Jughead's just like, just say it. She's like, well, you said you weren't going to join the serpents. He's <laughs> like, well, you said you loved me and you dumped me via Archie. Which is worse than a text. Yes. I did it to protect you, and, and I'll tell you why. Yeah, he and doesn't get the same treatment as Veronica. No, she's, she won't tell him. She's still deeply in love with him, but they're not besties. And she doesn't tell him. She yeah. could have used this opportunity to just tell him, but no. She can't say why, but she hints in ways that we, the audience, get like, I can't be telling you that a serial killer has my phone number while you're in the race. you got enough shit on your mind. Yeah. It's kind of a justification more kind than anything. Of. But it's like, they have to fix the car. It's going to be like a day later or something. Like, you can... Mm. Uh, so at the Blossoms, uh, Mama Blossom is applying the magical hand cream. Yeah, we do see scar tissue. We get our first proof that Mother Blossom is not Wolverine. Yes, there there are some uh, burn areas. There is only though... one Hugh Jackman movie in this episode. <laughs> Cheryl found a check in uh, her mother's room. From the Sun Claus. Uh... That is the hush money. And and she's like, you defended daddy after he murdered your son, but not me after my would-be rapist. And, and she she demands to be told about the sugar man. And, and she's just breaking down. It's, it's Cheryl at her most human, I think, that we've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, and she just wants, like, to be cared for. Care about me more. Yeah. That's, that's, that's all she, she wants. It's, and it's so heartbreakingly teen. Mama Blossom's, like, trying to defend her father still, and she she's like, he was an awful person, <laughs> and it's good he's dead. Yeah. He's gone. Stop it. I'm here. Yeah. So Cheryl says that, that you know, they St. Clair's got your silence, but you're not getting paid until I get truth. Yeah. He just, like, walks off with the check. Good for you, Cheryl. You exploit yes. your mother. Hell yes. Because your mother's a terrible person. Go go back to every like spoon of soup or whatever that line was being a, a gift from your bosom. I don't I don't want to eat bosom soup. That was bad. I'm <laughs> Veronica and Archie are in bed. Mm. And Archie's like, oh, I, I got, you know, a plan for the race. Don't worry. I'm worried. I'm worried. <laughs> Anytime Archie's got a plan, I'm like, really? Notify the hospitals, notify. But then Veronica gets a call from Cheryl, and Cheryl tells her that her parents... They're still in business with the St. Claus. Mm -hmm. So she goes to her parents, and she tells them about how Nick tried to go after her, and then Daddy... Lodge gets scary. Yeah, he's about to say something incriminating before he is cut off by Hermione. Yes. Uh, <laughs> with with the much more not illegal threat of, oh, we are definitely not accepting any more of their money on their development project. Yeah, and he was like, I swear, Veronica, on my life. Like, or like, that we're not cashing those checks. Okay, thank you, Father. Yep. Goodbye. <laughs> yep. So at the drag race. Everybody is wearing their best 50s pinup throwback outfits. Yep, yep. And I love that Betty has a, an itty-bitty Agent Scully cross. So so Betty goes up to Jughead and tells him that she, she never stopped loving him. Oh. I'm like, it's been 24 hours, so... <laughs> 
I feel like that's assumed, but okay. I've never stopped loving you and don't ride the clutch and don't let it slip. Okay, do good, yeah. Do good racing, please. So Archie and Jughead are in the car. Jughead's driving. Why is Archie there? I don't freaking know. There's only one ghoulie in the other car. No, there's two. There's two? There's two. Oh, well, maybe- It's, it's the head ghoulie dude, mm-hmm. Malachi, I Malachi. think. Malachi. And I think Vern. <laughs> I think Vern's on the other side. <laughs> well, it's it's like a rally race where there's somebody with a binder with all of the turns calling them out to the oh, driver. I thought it was in case like one of them dies. Oh, you, you need a second, like a duel? Yeah, just in case. Except there's only one turn. It's a there and back race. <laughs> Uh, and the big choke point is Herc Harvey Bridge. Do you know who Herc Harvey is, dear? No. An independent film director whose most famous uh, movie was Carnival of Souls, which is a really landmark, uh, independently produced and distributed bit of existential ghost horror. Oh. It's really good. Yeah. And surprisingly, a title that they haven't used for a Riverdale episode yet. I guess they wanted to, but then they scrapped it, so they Maybe. threw it in here. Season three of The Circus is coming into town. So Jughead puts on uh, his driving gloves. Yeah. His leather driving gloves. His fi- those fingerless, knuckleless driving yeah. gloves. Uh, Cheryl takes the place of the flag waver, which is normally Tony's job. And she's like, nah, uh, uh, my job. Quote, I was born for this moment. Jughead mm-hmm. has a little smile as he's getting ready to like go. This, he enjoys this drag race. This fits my brand perfectly. So as they take off, Jughead's like, yeah, I've got this. This is great. I wish this was a motorcycle race. Uh, The ghoulies start, like, smashing their car into their car and making Mm -hmm. them swerve everywhere. It's your typical drag race business. No one's ever ahead by more than a nose. They trade lead yeah. back well, and, and forth. The, and then the ghoulies get a little bit of head, and they're getting to a bridge, and Archie's like... Oh, that's what Archie's there for. He's there to give road head. Yeah. Yes, to the winner. Oh. Check it out on Archive of Her Own. So so they're getting to this bridge, and he's like, only one car can fit, only one <gasps> car can fit. And, Archie and Jughead, sucks at playing chicken. Jughead's like, serpents are not going to join the ghoulies over my dead body, and Jughead is dead serious about this. Yeah. And is like, raring to go, and then Archie, fucking Archie, grabs the freaking brake, and like, they swerve out as mm-hmm. the ghoulies keep going. Jughead jumps out of the car and just wails into Archie about like, what the hell you're doing? Mm-hmm. And then there are police sirens down the yeah, road. Archie's secret plan was to uh, put the sheriff on onto the finish line. Yes. So so the ghoulies just got stopped by the sheriff. Well, Archie, you fucking idiot. Now everyone's going to think that Jughead did this. Bad at chicken, bad at long-term planning. So bad. So they they go rushing back to tell everyone to get out. They got to scatter. Everybody the cops scatters. are coming. And Jughead has to explain to Archie just why... What he did was so dumb. Well, and they don't, he doesn't know that Archie did it right away. It's not until right. Tallboy comes and is like, why'd you call? And he's like, I didn't call. I don't know why they're there. And Archie's like, I did it. You <laughs> idiot. They're going to come after you. They're going to want your head on a stake. They're going to want all of our heads. Mm-hmm. This is bad. And and uh, Jughead goes off with uh, Tallboy. Everyone's scattering. Archie just needs to stop with his ideas. He has no good ideas. Uh, Maybe I could do like a... GoFundMe page to raise money for peace or something, and then I give it to, like, peace people. <laughs> peace people. Uh, give it to that hippie dude that grows the weird plants in his front yard. I'm going to write a song, and I'm going to play it at the football game, and everybody's going to, like, hug. <laughs> I've got it, Veronica. He's, he's just going to rewrite Kumbaya. <laughs> And everyone's going to be like, dude, this is Kumbaya. And he's going to be like, no, no, this came to me in a dream. It's like, yeah, because we sang it at summer camp every year. (laughs) So Cheryl goes to talk to her mother who's Mm -hmm. sitting in front of the fireplace. And Cheryl says, careful, don't get burned again. Oh, (laughs) might be a little soon for that, Cheryl. It's never too soon to intimidate your mother. Yeah. So uh, we find out about more about the Sugar Man, that mm-hmm. it, it, it was an all-too-real monster. Yeah. There, there were... weren't just several names. There were several Sugar Men. It's mm-hmm. sort of a Dread Pirate Robert situation. Yes. Uh, and when um, 
Jason was being prepared to take over the family business, Clifford wanted him to meet the sugar man, which uh, Mama Blossom was completely against. Mm-hmm. And, and that part of this is what led to all of last season. All, all the events that led to the death. Uh, so Cheryl hands over the check. Mama Blossom crumples it and throws it in the fire. Hell yeah. Nobody's taking that St. Clair money. And, and then uh, she, she wants to know who it is. Can this Blossom house become a home? Probably not. <laughs> uh, so Betty is at Pops with Veronica and Cheryl calls and tells her the name of the sugar man. And, and Betty's like, what do I do? Do I tell him? Do I not? There are so many things at stake. Mm-hmm. So then Betty gets a call from the hood. Who's This is like the next day. Betty gets a call from the hood who is very, tell me the name. And she's like, well, I could. But I already notified the sheriff, and I published it in the blue and gold. And yes, the sugar man needs to be brought to justice, but not execution. Yeah, like legal justice. And he's like, this is a risky game. And she's like, yeah, but it's my game now, bitch. Uh, (laughs) Catching you. You're next. I've called all these other people, and I'm going to catch you. I'm breathing down your neck. Can you feel it? Can you feel me? Only Betty can intimidate a killer with student journalism. <laughs> I love these girls. Yeah. Both girls had powerful moments. Yes. All three. I mean, I'm, let's All include Cheryl. Yeah. 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 Josie had an awkward flirt. That's not particularly powerful, but I liked it. Yeah. Uh. Back at Southside High, Jughead and Tony are talking and, and find out that many of the serpents are, are you know, happy that Jughead, you know, tried to stand up against the ghoulies, but then there's also people who think that he's the one that That he's a narc. The, yeah. He's a dishonorable narc who's in bed with the pigs. But then, then, the cops come through with the sugar man. Da-da-da. Who is the English teacher. The English teacher. He's a drug teacher. Yeah. This is going to ruin a lot of people's theories. Yeah. Because a lot, I saw a lot of rumors going around that, oh, Chughead's teacher is going to be the Black Hood. No. Nope. Because he hates the gangs and he hates the drugs. It's just he doesn't want anyone to find out that he's doing the drugs. Yeah. He, he wanted to throw one of Riverdale's finest junior detectives off his trail. Yeah. So then back at the Andrews household, Fred is asking Archie about Jughead again, mm-hmm. which is very, this is a thing. This is a setup for something. The way he is asking Archie with so much concern about Jughead. Yeah. And then the way they show him popping a pill and Archie's very concerned about him. Bum, bum, bum. Something's happening. <sighs> At the lodges, they get a call that that Mama Lodge takes and is all like, you know, our our prayers are are with them. Mm -hmm. And then we find out the St. Clair's had a car accident on their way home and and they were run off the road and and Nick will be all right, but it's going to take a while. And Veronica's just like... She's so down for this news. (laughs) Karma's a bitch. Like, yeah. (laughs) And of course... Of course, during this scene, Hiram and Hermione are playing chess, mm-hmm. and it ends with him getting checkmate. We get it. <laughs> come on, we get it. We come to the ending voiceover. We wrap some things up very quickly. Yeah, uh, Betty did have yet another off-screen explanation, and they're cuddling. And, and, and Hot Dog's cuddling her as yeah. she's reading, and he's typing away on his computer in the trailer. Yeah, Bughead's back, baby. And it's very sweet, but I'm also like, I would have liked to have seen this conversation. Yeah, right? I'm kind of upset about this. Like, I understand skipping Veronica's, but like, come on. I needed to see this conversation. Yeah. I needed to see how we got over this. I need to know how, like, there's got to be some betrayal there, even with what it is. I'm hoping we get, like, a Cliff's Notes next week. I'm hoping. And then we see the English teacher in jail, and suddenly he sees something, and it is the hood with a gun between the cell, and he fires. If the hood doesn't kill this guy, <laughs> and then come on. Jughead finishes typing his sentence, and it says, Sweet dream, sugar man. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. The end. So what do we think? I mean, I've already said a lot of things I thought. Yeah. I kind of... I kind of... I mean, yeah, I, th- I think uh, the actual reuniting is, is a misstep. Yes. A fixable misstep, but it's a misstep. 
But otherwise, I really, really enjoyed this episode. I very much enjoyed it aside from it that. Was, it was very... Uh, coherent. All of the subplots were aspects of the same plot. Yeah. That that showed every character's like personal interest in the Sugar Man. Yes. Which I I thought really made the structure a lot stronger than a lot of the earlier episodes yeah. this season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They could have ended it without showing them back together, so they could start with that next week. Ha- have their last shot. Okay, this is the conversation or, about to begin. Yeah, like her coming to him or him going to her, like them meeting to talk. Yeah. And just leave it, like that would have been a great cliffhanger for them. Yeah. Also, just to, to establish the mother-daughter Blossom relationship on such a bugfuck note in episode one. And instead, it's just sort of the same guilt-tripping emotional control that they were before. Yeah. And not seeing a shift happen in between... Missed opportunity, I think. Cheryl had the control, and then she didn't, like... Just, like, question marks in between. Did I miss something? I feel like there's some deleted scenes out there somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, 22-episode order, you were supposed to fix this. (laughs) I hate to nitpick, though. This one was uh, almost as good as last week. I liked it quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, so now let's get to our segments. We, we've got a return of one that uh, hasn't come oh. to the table in a long time. So, darling, let's check in with the Instagrams. Okay, I have one amazing prediction that I came across that I must share. And this is a theory about the Black Hood. Okay. 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 My theory for the person who shot Mr. Andrews was Vegas, their dog. Maybe one day, Mr. Andrews forgot to walk her or give her food, and she needed to show them revenge by shooting him. Vegas has a great sense of smell and could have easily found them at Pops. (laughs) Then Vegas dressed up in a costume to find them. Remember the episode where Archie and Veronica were walking the dog? Mm -hmm. Archie was Mm -hmm. like, my dad loves Vegas, and he would never suspect Vegas to be the shooter. (laughs) it's perfectly logical the only problem i see is the whole thumbs issue but vegas is a very good dog and is very clever that's it let's get to our other most famous current segment uh where we digest the digest where where we uh read an old archie uh strip and uh adapt it for the Riverdale milieu. Milieu. Yes. I learned that word from the song class. (laughs) Which relative of Donald Duck is that? (laughs) So what do we have this week, dear? So today we are looking at Archie in Clock Croc. Uh, This is uh, a comic from 2000. I remember this comic, actually. It is by Bill Golier. Stan Goldberg, Bob Smith, Bill Yoshida, and Barry Grossman. And this comic is uh, Veronica ushering uh, Jughead and Archie out of the house before her father sees them. And uh, Archie's like, oh, you know, I'm I'm going to get him to like me and I'll prove it. And she's like, no, just go, just go. He's in a bad mood. It's the day he pays the bills. He, He ends up, like, apparently seeing Veronica's credit card statement and... Mm -hmm calls her in, and so Archie and Jughead have to see themselves out. And on the way out, Archie talks about how he's going to do... He's going to win him over with an acts of kindness. Yeah. He, he sees this antique clock on the way out that always reads 513. It's broken. Uh, and so he's like, okay, I'm going to take this to the clock repair shop and get it fixed for him. So, so he does this, gets it all working. Uh, he comes back to the house and... and Hiram's very upset because the clock's gone and like what's going on and Archie's like oh no I got it it's fine here's your missing clock and look it's working and Hiram loses it about this because the clock has been stuck at 513 for 100 years uh, since the uh, San Francisco earthquake uh, when it fell off of his great grandfather's mantle <laughs> marking the exact time you know of the earthquake Archie's all like, oh, well, look at the time. I better get going. Yeah. So, yeah, the the whole joke is that you expect Archie to screw up by breaking the clock, but he breaks it by fixing it. Yeah. Yeah. Just can't do anything right. Can't can't win for losing that, Archie boy. So, darling, how would you riverfy this? Well, I think the whole story is basically sound. It's the details that need to change. Yeah. 
just some some slight things like uh it's not uh Veronica's credit card statement that gets him upset. It's uh some mysterious business partner hmm, that always uh does things that even get Hiram Lodge nervous. Mm-hmm. So th- this is a story that really is about Archie trying to make Veronica's home life better, but he stumbles on mysterious secrets of the Lodge family. Mm-hmm. The clock is a pocket watch oh. that is broken, and he tries to, to get it fixed. But the story is not the San Francisco earthquake. It's that it stopped a bullet uh, when it was in the breast pocket of one of Hiram's ancestors, as he was working secret missions during the rise of Francisco Franco. Mm. Yeah, the Lodge fortune was born in Spanish fascism. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, that's why it's, it's very important to remember where we came from and that uh, we're destined for greatness. No uh, Republican or, or communist uh, bullet can stop us. Yeah. Yes. I see. Uh, and so in, instead of just being a, a fun misadventure, this instead, Archie, you know too much. You either need to be eliminated or inducted. Very nice. What do you think? Okay. Uh, Hiram, Hiram does not like Archie. We know this. <laughs> does not like him. And he is busy doing illegal business of some sort in his office. And uh, Veronica gets distracted with some something calls her away and Archie gets left to his own. And he thinks mm-hmm. he accidentally breaks this clock. <laughs> okay. Like, not he doesn't know that it's it it's supposed to just sit there not ticking. He thinks he accidentally bumps it or something. He thinks yeah, he yeah, breaks yeah. it and he's like, oh, God damn it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I gotta, gotta solve this. So I'm just gonna like take this, put this other little statue here where they'll think that that statue's always been there. And I'm gonna go get this fixed. Uh, the clock shop is it's closed. Mm-hmm. The um, one clock shop. The one in clock shop. So so Archie goes on YouTube <laughs> to try to learn how to fix a clock. So he opens it up. Inside he finds a giant amount of cash. Uh-huh. A bloody knife. Mm-hmm. And a blood stained letter in another language uh-huh. that he does not speak. So any language but English. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um he's like, oh, Oh, shit. But he keeps all the stuff from inside. But he puts the clock back together, and he he tries to sneak it back into the house mm-hmm. before anyone realizes that it's gone, and without them knowing that he took it. Oh. So right now, no one knows he took, took it. He's putting it back, or he's, like, touching it. He's, like, just putting it back on, and Hiram walks in. Mm-hmm. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> but he doesn't, he doesn't know that Archie, like, had it. Right. He just sees him touching it and like freaks out that he shouldn't be touching it and that that oh it's an old family heirloom and and mm-hmm. all all this big family story about it but Archie knows what's inside <laughs> and now he's left to to figure out what to do with the things he found. Cool, cool. Yeah, I really thought mentioning Generalissimo Franco would get a bigger reaction. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, with that look back, let's look ahead, dear. Do you, have you got any predictions for what we're going to see coming up? <sighs> the South Side is still definitely a police state. That has not changed. Nothing nothing solved that issue. Right. So I feel like there's going to be a continuing crackdown mm-hmm. uh, and presence within the South Side and South Side High that is going to create a lot of issues and conflict mm-hmm. um, that... There's going to be more of a development with uh, the fact that some people believe that Jughead narked them and some people, you know, don't. And there's going to be a power struggle. <laughs> it's not All very right. specific, but, I, you know, that's going to happen. Okay. What do you got? Without the, the cash infusion from the Sung family, mm-hmm. there, there's a big hole in this development. And so the whole town comes together and forms a co-op. Uh, basically, the new investors are just tiny shares from all the families of Riverdale. Mm-hmm. And they elect Alice Cooper as their representative for their interests. Oh. Yeah. So, so now Alice is the business partner of Hiram Lodge. Yeah. I think Fred is dying. Whether he knows it or not, there is some medical continuation happening. Yeah. 
and he knows something's wrong and he's not feeling well and that's why he keeps asking about Jughead is because he want he knows Archie's gonna need someone there and he's gonna need his a family. I will raise you this. He keeps asking about Jughead because he knows he's dying and he suspects he is Jughead's real dad. What? Yeah. What? Oh. Oh. Why do you think his mom is living in Cincinnati? She got a job. <laughs> yeah, a job far away from Fred and her past. I'm I'm gonna go with your your idea that Reggie and Josie are gonna hook up. Uh huh. And I think there is going to be some type of thing about drugs revolving with that. Like either her doing too many, following in her father's uh-huh. tragic footsteps, or her turn making Reggie step away from it. Mm-hmm. Because of her experience yeah. with her father. She's going to take him to, to Narcanon. Yes. It's going to go one way or the other. Okay. Yeah. Um, that'd be fun. But in that, like, in that relationship. Okay. And whether it's a romantic or just a friendship, I feel like that's, like, a thing that's going to happen cool, between cool. the two of them. All right. Uh, this is really, really long term. Okay. After the finale, mm-hmm. there will be a special episode that's like, where are they now five years later? Because by like, then, all like, of the kids will be 40. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they all are going to come back for a reunion? Yeah, and we're going to find Jughead's son? No. no well, maybe. But <laughs> And my he's going to be a little jerk. My prediction is that uh, Betty will be working as a professional dom, and she'll learn that she's kind of into it because of this phone call she had with the Black Hood. Yeah. Like, that's the beginning of this career path. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's a long way off, but it's okay. A lo- it's a slow burn. Keep, uh, keep that one under your hat. Well, okay. I'm going to go even farther. <laughs> Is in, in a... Veronica's grandchild. <laughs> in a where they are now, though, when they're like 70, <laughs> Jughead will be the new pop. Oh, Wiping yeah. down the counters. Mm-hmm. Talking to the youngins. That are all dressed like Back to the Future too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, instead, let's take a look at what we know is going to happen. <laughs> Our next episode is called Tales from the Dark Side. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's most famous as a TV show title, a, a horror anthology series like in, in the vein of uh, The Twilight Zone uh, from George Romero of zombie fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ran for 90 episodes and also an anthology film in 1990, the, the film... Uh, a streak is not yet broken. And in our trailer, we see that Betty has a theory. It looks like she is on the Sheriff Killer train. Yeah. 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 And, and we see Sher- Shirtless Sheriff. Yeah. He's a bit of a hunk. Who's he getting it on with? Or is he just sleeping? We, I'm not sure. I don't know. We see a close-up of a knife. We see a hood. Yes, we, we hear people saying uh, there's a secret we must keep, which is like every episode. <laughs> yeah, that's, so... So, so what else is new? It dro- that was, I think, one of the least informative trailers they've had. <laughs> I'm excited for this knife. Knives are fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for what she thinks about They're Keller. They're visceral is I'm what I'm excited they are. if Kevin finds out. Yeah. And also, they are taking next week off for Thanksgiving. Right. And so because of the holiday, our next recap will be in two weeks. Yes. Uh, keep an eye out later. See if maybe we'll have something for you in the meantime. We'll see. Mm-hmm. No. Something to be thankful for? No. <laughs> <laughs> but in the meantime, we would really uh, appreciate it if you helped us uh, grow and spread. Uh, leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, etc. is a great way to help us do that. Mm-hmm. You can also tell a friend... Tell your coworker, tell your family that you'll be seeing this Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah. Or your friends. Hey, if you don't see family because they suck, go with yeah. your, your friends. Like, tell your friends. They're much more likely to have this be a less awkward conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of, All Grandma, right. you know what? I want to tell you about this show Sex Archie I listened to. So they started with arguing over the proper definition of a sweater. <laughs> and now... They talk about being professional BDSM sex workers. We don't talk about that. I just talked about that. We talked about them doing that. We were talking about ourselves. (laughs) It's a weird comparison because the sweater thing was about your opinion of a sweater. That's true. Not about our opinions of being uh, sex workers, personally. I think she'd be good at it. I don't know. I think Betty can be good at whatever she puts her mind to. She's incredibly dedicated. She's a very dedicated, powerful woman. Mm-hmm. 
People underestimate her. Do they? I don't. People in town underestimate her. Well, yes. Yeah. Fictional people do. People watching the show don't. They better not, or I'm coming for you. Uh, (laughs) But hey, uh, next week is the big shopping day. And while you're shopping, why not support uh, local creators like at Mad Fuzz on Etsy? That's my favorite Etsy store. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is my store. How about that? Uh, So I have lots of hand-knit and hand-sewn items available, and I'm also uh, currently taking commissions for the holiday season. So if there's something you'd like to get someone, reach out, Mm -hmm. and we can make dreams come true. We can make dreams come true. You can get them a Jughead hat. I make those. But most of all... I'd like uh, to say you're welcome for being the only Riverdale recap podcast to not make a joke about the Oscar-winning documentary Searching for Sugar Man this week. And with that... I'm Elena. I'm Grant. And from us here at Sex Archie... Little Straws of Death. Sugar. Ah, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me rocking you. Break it down, boy. Sugar. Ah, honey, honey. Please.